everybody, Josh Sigurdsson of World Alternative Media here, and we're joined by Tim Pachote, the Liberty Advisor, Certified Financial Planner. And you know, a lot of people have been asking about the potential of a recession. Of course, we all feel it when we go to the grocery store. We see it happening more and more in the market, and a lot of people have been asking, are we seeing a major global recession today? And of course, if you look at people like Janet Yellen and all the old players, they've been saying for years, oh, we won't see a recession in our lifetime, despite the fact that we literally... Uh, saw two negative quarters of GDP in 2022, which would qualify as a recession. But of course, they are changing the definitions of these words. They are literally changing what these things mean because they're revisionist psychopaths. But I wanted to get into some of this with you guys today. This out of Yahoo Finance, it says, it might be time to worry about a recession again. And we're hearing a lot more of this rhetoric. This from CNBC, and I'm not going to read the article, but this is what the headline says. It says, Bank of America gives its best investing plays for the start of a recession. That's something that a bank would say, one of the biggest banks in the world, I might add, when they are preparing for a recession. So why, when they say, oh, there's no recession, don't worry about recession, are they giving people plays for the start of a recession? And we're hearing this so much. This out of Market Watch, it says, 12 charts show a global recession has already begun and how investors can protect their portfolios. And, you know, if I want to ask someone about how to protect a portfolio, I'm going to ask Tim, not Market Watch or Bank of America for all the same old advice that they give. But with that said, there's a lot that I want to get into today regarding these issues because, of course, this affects everyone watching. And um, it's it's clear that as we see de-dollarization, as we see these ridiculous moves in the market. And one thing I wanted to mention, Tim, is that McDonald's just closed all of their American offices, which tells me that even the, the poorest of people can't afford McDonald's, which tells us we're in for a shift into a system where, and this is what I've been talking about for a long time, people are just dependent on ration foods from governments. Because what's the next step down for McDonald's? Ration foods from the government. So I thought you were going to say rat food for a second there. Oh, uh, rat food, cricket paste, whatever, you know, it's all the same at the end of the day. So um, we're going to get into this and much more today, my friends. These are important things to look at, and we're going to go over some of these charts. But before we do, I urge people to check those links below. Check out the Bitly link for Tim Pachote, the Liberty Advisor. You can go to the libertyadvisor.com or go to that Bitly link and sign up for a free initial consultation, a free portfolio review, and get a call with Tim today. Also, check the link in the description for heavensharvest.com for long-term storable food. That's non-GMO. We also have fully organic kits as well that you guys should check out. Um, and, of course, heirloom seeds, water filtration and storage, books on how to get started. Use code WAM, W-A-M, and you get free shipping on much of those products in the United States, and even if you don't qualify, I still urge you to use code WAM, W-A-M, because it helps keep you alive and us alive at the same time. Do not wait until the shelves are empty. That's what they want. If, if we go into recession, if we go into hyperinflation, if we go into a full de-dollarization trend and move into the BRICS World Reserve Cash Society system, the best thing you could possibly do at this point in history, my friends, is get prepared with the thing that sustains you most, food, which is the world's first currency. Experts say you need at least three months of storable food in a supply chain crisis. So get on this today, save yourself and save your family. Anyway, let's get into this. So we have this article out of Market Watch, and it says 12 charts show a global recession has already begun. And I'm going to scroll down a little bit here. We have a whole bunch of charts, and most people are just going to be scratching their heads over and not understand what it means. But I did see some interesting uh, yield curve data here, and it shows a steeper yield curve will confirm U.S. recession. And you see over history from the 1970 to 2020, late 2023, um, the trend. 
and we are, of course, in the negatives for this. And of course, we are seeing a lot of negatives on a lot of these charts. We look at this global EPS growth of on course for uh, negative 10 to negative 15% year over year uh, in H2 2023. And you see we're at a they expect a negative 16% by August 2023 on this. You know, we're seeing a lot of this and all of the indicators say recession. It's pretty obvious anyone that's paying any attention feels it. But at the same time, we still get the same old, same old rhetoric that we've been getting for years from the globalists who like to make sure that no one is prepared so that, you know, they are more dependent on the system when it comes crashing down. Of course, it's always a Hegelian dialectic problem, reaction, solution, repeat for eternity, my friends. And that is a goal. They want to come in as a solution for the problem that they created in the first place. So anyways, let's get to Tim here. Tim, what do you think of the potential for a major global recession in the next while? We have, you know, um, companies or banks like Bank of America are already getting people ready for a recession while they are at the same time claiming, oh, don't worry about it. There's nothing to be worried about. But here's all these tips on how to overcome a potential imminent recession. Like, what do you think? Well, several years ago, I mean, I'm just guessing maybe four or five years ago, former WAM contributor myself, John Snyson, did a video entitled The Case for No More Recessions Ever. Now, that didn't mean there wasn't going to be any more recessions ever. It just meant that we went into the video talking about how they would just change the definitions. Right. So in order to understand what a recession is, you first have to understand what all the different inputs to the data are. So you it is traditionally, it, I mean, they just changed the definition last year. It is two negative quarters of GDP growth. So it means that GDP, the gross domestic product of the country is shrinking. Now, how do you calculate uh, the GDP? Well, you do it by taking the total growth minusing the inflation rate. So if you rig the inflation rate, then you're going to rig the GDP numbers. So what was going on for pretty much since 2008 all the way up through the pandemic is, you know, we were they, they were telling us we had about a 2% growth rate, anywhere from about 0 to 2 the entire time. I don't think it ever yeah. even cracked 3. So, but what was really going on is that at the real inflation rate was probably 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Uh, whereas they were stating it was only 2. So let's say you had an inflation rate that was actually 5% and the economy was growing at 3%, well, 3 minus 5 is negative 2, which would have put us in contraction. However, if you can rig the inflation number and get it to be a 0, so then 3 minus 0 is 3. Well, actually, they never had 3, so let's make it 1. So 3 minus 1 is 2, uh, you know, and I'm not even part of Common Core Math. I guess I went to public school, but, you know, so we've got <laughs> 2 uh, right there, and that is what they've been doing. So this entire time, we have actually been shrinking, and it's actually just been a financialization where the rich have been getting richer at the very top. The people who have access to the money first, the big bankers, are the ones who benefit the most. So they rig the inflation number overall. So how do they rig the inflation number? Several different ways. You know, the cell phone in your pocket, maybe it's a thousand bucks, and uh, five years ago it was, you know, who knows, five hundred dollars. So that is a hundred percent increase. However, now they'll say, oh, well, your camera before was twenty times zoom. Now they have hundred. X space zoom and they have this and that and everything is so much better and the RAM and the processing power is so much greater that actually, even though now it costs twice as much, we, we're going to do what's called a hedonic adjustment. And now it's actually, there was deflation in the pricing or you used to buy steak and now you buy hamburger. They do the same thing with the job numbers. And if you want to know more about this, there is a free ebook out there at howitsrig.com that I wrote probably six, seven years ago 
on this exact subject to dispel all the crap that was going on for Obama. It's an evergreen piece that is still valid today. And you can go to places like shadowstats.com. And actually, that's funny. Josh actually just pulled it up. Didn't know he was pulling it up. Uh, you can go to a place like shadowstats.com where economist John Williams actually goes through and uses the government's own data because they changed the way how they calculated this stuff in the, in the 70s and 80s and 90s. And so he does give a snapshot of what it would be using the government's own metrics from today of what that number yeah. would be. And so when people say, oh, well, it's not as bad in the 70s. Well, yeah, when you rig all the numbers and you jerry-rig it to make it not as bad as the 70s, then right. yeah, it's not going to be bad as the 70s. Uh, well, so but we have – it's all manipulation, but, I mean, uh, we see an obvious imminent recession worldwide. I mean, there's – it's impossible to avoid the, the the very things they created in the first place, which they are hoping to use as a way to you know manipulate themselves and um, scheme themselves into a new system that they utilize as a replacement for the system they collapsed. And the new system is always more tyrannical than the previous one. So, Tim, I was wondering, um, you know, what can people do in the face of an imminent global recession? We're talking not just like the United States. We're talking the United States, Canada, Europe, the U.K., all these countries as we see a massive shift economically into obviously the BRICS world reserve currency system, which they hope to make cashless, which they will make cashless. What do you think? I think the most important thing anybody can do, and this is not necessarily from like a, what are you going to do with your portfolio standpoint, but it's having skills so that way you can be in a job where you can control your own destiny and you can right. control your own work output so you can work anywhere, be more resilient and anti-fragile to what's going on around you. Because you can be the best worker around, busting your butt 24-7, and then some bean counter up at corporate can just lay you off and now all of your entire life's work is gone. Because what is coming with the eventual crash of the dollar is going to be a hyperinflation. And most people's incomes probably will not keep up with hyperinflation, assuming they still have jobs. But at that point, it could be Mad Max and might not even might not even matter. But you need to be in some sort of situation where you have skills that you can work from anywhere. And any and so a lot of people in 2020, you know, they were sitting around playing video games. Uh, you know, I taught myself at that point how to video edit it, how to do different things. I mean, you can teach yourself, especially with, you know, I don't want to promote YouTube, but they're, you know, for basic type stuff. But you can, uh, you know, I wish that some of the alternative medias had this stuff, but you're not going to ban that video to learn how to video edit or how to, right. uh, you know, woodworking skills you, you, or something like that. You can like on that. Rumble, though. You can on Rumble. So Rumble has all those things, but they're also... Uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty convinced. And there's, course, and there's courses that, that you could take on this sort of stuff. So ultimately, being in a spot, and, and this might be tough if you're you know, 55 years old versus 25 versus 35, but being in a spot where you can control your own destiny is one way. Uh, and I've also heard the saying for recessions, because you know, as they're changing definitions of everything now, that a recession is when your neighbor loses their job and a depression is when you lose your job. And so ultimately, you know, these definitions of are we in a recession or not, they're rigged so much that it doesn't even matter. And what are they going to do when we're in recession? Well, that yield curve that you were showing, and I don't know if you can go to tradingeconomics.com, and if you click on the uh, bond section, it will show the yield curve. But I believe the yield curve for the two-year treasury, this off the top of my head, is about like 4.8, 4.9, whereas the longer-term maturities and, and some of the short-term maturities are less than that. So it really kind of peaks out. So if you go on the upper right where it says US 30, click on that. Uh, and then what, you're, what we're going to see is, and then you scroll down just a little bit. Yeah, so in the upper left, actually, sorry, I think we're on, actually, we got to click on the one that says bond. So uh, sorry about that. Yeah, we go, we go bond. Back, bond. Yep, and then United States yep. on there. There we go. Sorry, my eyes are a little bad, just trying to read across the screen. Yep. If, you go, if you go down a little bit on your left, so then there's the yield curve. So you have a 3.4% 10-year treasury bond yield. And actually, three months is now up to five. I just looked at this yesterday, and it was, wasn't was at five. So 
what this means with the inverted yield curve is that people are paying more for uh, <clears throat> for some of these shorter duration maturities because they are expecting that the government is going that the Federal Reserve, which isn't the government, is going to have to lower interest rates at some point in the future. And so that's why you're not getting a 30 year bond that what is 30 year bond is paying 3.63 percent, yeah. but a five six month bond is paying 4.95 and a three so three months 5.01 30 years 3.63 <laughs> it's and it's in it's insane because they're guessing that between now and 30 years that they're going to have to lower rates but guess what there's no way if you're locking in a 30-year bond at 3.63 percent you've got bigger problems and you're probably watching you know mad money i think even jim kramer knows that that would be ludicrous yeah. to do uh you know not that i want to give him really credit for anything however when you see that yield curve, it is basically stating that there is big problems, had big trouble ahead. Now, it doesn't mean that you know it's guaranteed, but at this point, it doesn't matter if we go into a recession or not. It's what the bigger picture is. And the bigger picture is, is that the BRICS currencies are coming on board. They're going to, at you know, right now, the dollar, I think, is like 93% of world trade. Uh, I don't have the number off the top of my head. It's a very, very large number. And actually, it hasn't really been going down too much. But they've been building on the side an entire separate parallel system to one day be able to hop over. And then that's why you have quotes from Marco right. Rubio just the other day saying, oh, well, in five years, we're not going to be able to sanction any of these countries because they're not going to be using the dollar and how bad that is. Well, well, Tim, I, I, I have to mention, sorry, I have to throw this up on the screen here because I mentioned it earlier. We have or Reuters from 2017. Feds yell and expects no financial crisis in our lifetime. And then fast forward to 2022. Octo uh, it's, it shows October 2022. Treasury Secretary said she's not seeing signs of recession in the U.S. economy. There's there's no sign. There's no indication. Really, there's no indication. So, again, we just have – these are the people that are, quote, unquote, in charge. Of course, there's a deep, dark state underneath them that is actually making most of the moves, as we've seen over time. But, I mean, the, the, part, the point is – Either most of these people are idiots or they're evil geniuses. I'm more on the side of evil geniuses with a bunch of bureaucratic morons on the bottom. But at the end of the day, what the idea is, is to control collapse the economy, control demo it like Building 7, and then have uh, this their own more tyrannical system as the so-called solution. And uh, it's pretty obvious when you read these absurd statements from someone that apparently is one of the – has their finger on the pulse of the global economy. Really? Yeah, it's like, you know, having a firefighter that's the one lighting all the fires. And then she's like, oh, my God, I don't know where all these fires are coming yeah. up from uh, when she's the one in charge of this. Now, in 2015 and 16, I was loving everything Donald Trump was saying, calling her out. I have I did a presentation a couple of years ago showing 26 different quotes where Trump was calling out Janet Yellen and all the reckless money printing and how the stock market was a big, fat, ugly bubble, I think was his exact quote, and how reckless it is to keep printing money. And what when he got in there, he then hired Jerome Powell. And I, on that podcast, probably had 50 F-bombs of how upset I was that I felt completely, uh, you know, basically duped at that point for voting for him when he put Jerome Powell in there, when Jerome Powell was also on the board of governors at the San Francisco Fed with Janet Yellen and was basically the male version of Janet Yellen. I mean, if you really want to call her a female or not, but, you know, just getting, but, you know, you can get mean with the people who are absolutely ripping us off and stealing all of our money. You should have, you should have watched my videos, Tim. I, I remember doing a video back in 20, uh, 2015, like, if, if Trump wins this, remember, everyone's going to sit on their hands for a while while they while the Fed continues to print money into oblivion and basically cut our throats. And, you know, the thing is, like, a lot of people saw Trump as a potential to save the day, but in the end, he did the same thing that all the globals did. When it comes to the Federal Reserve, it, the economy, as 
as far as the president goes, it does not matter. It's the and the stock the market Fed. and economy are not the same thing. Yeah. The economy is what's going on, like in your own household and yeah. things like that. The stock market is just a gigantic casino that's been propped up by all this free, free money printing. And it's not really free. There's no such thing as a free launch by all this zero percent interest rates. And Trump wanted to have that same party going on for him and had the Fed take on more debt underneath him than every other president ever combined in just four years. And, and people that always say Obama. Nobody, nobody. People, people had always to. say, oh, he had, he got bad advice and he didn't mean to. Well, even if he didn't mean to, it doesn't matter because he's not really the guy in charge because presidents aren't in charge. Presidents are selected, not elected. What we have is a, a, a section of the so-called deep state, which no, isn't just Obama holdovers. It is. The international banking system has always been the international banking system, and we have to recognize the actual enemy before we start pointing fingers. So, like the thing is, they always go, "Well, uh, Bush did this, and Obama did that, and uh, you know, Trump did that, and Biden's doing that." They're they're puppets, and maybe they have their own intention. Maybe Trump had the best intention of all of them. I don't care at the end of the day because at the end of the day, the road to people, hell is paved with good intentions. The road to hell is paved with good intentions, and that road happens to be. Full speed towards Rome right now, and you know uh, we have a cliff is where that road is. Yeah, headed yeah, really, and and it's like okay, well here we go. Um, it, like you have a big sign on on a pasture among all of the sheep's all the sheep, and it's a big sign that says um, uh, it has a picture of a wolf on it, and it says. I will eat you if you vote for me. And the sheep go, well, at least he's honest. Seems like a nice, honest guy. Uh, you know, this is a problem. Or maybe these days it's a wolf that says I identify as a sheep. Yeah. And this, then, uh, <laughs> going yeah. And, going and sure. I think that might be, that could uh, be true as well. But, you know, the reality is that we have to get back to volunteerism and individualism consent. You don't have a right over your neighbor. You don't have a right to vote for something that you think is best uh, when other people don't think it's best and those people don't, vice versa. What you need to vote for is with your dollar, with, uh, with yourself as an individual preparing for things and growing as a human being not expecting others to grow with you at the point of a gun you have to let you know nature move the way it's supposed to move uh you know we're created under the the eyes of god and we're not supposed to elect a whole bunch of tyrannical states to tell our neighbor that hey there's myself and my neighbor next door we're both neighbors with you right and the guy says yeah oh well i want my kitchen cabinet uh my kitchen cabinets redone and uh, we want you to pay for it and the guy's like what are you talking about well two versus one mf -er, you know like that's the idea they basically go that's the idea of government two wolves and a sheep deciding what to have for dinner oh majority wins this isn't the solution and no matter who you elect you're still going to get the same economy and at the end of the day what you need to have is an individual you know approach to this where you have more control over your money because if you understand money you have more control over your money if you don't understand money which i understand has been made to be boring and all that kind of stuff and that's for a reason uh, if you don't control your money then the people who create the money control you and therefore you're enslaved to them no matter who the president is no matter who the prime minister is no matter who the governor no matter who the mayor no matter who the community leader is it comes down to you as an individual because that is a basis of humanity individualism and freedom and freedom isn't something you hold in your hands you are free or you're not and that's up to you to determine but tim of course you're a certified financial planner um and i urge people again there's that bitly link in the description if you want a free initial consultation a free portfolio review with him as he's trying to fight the great reset one person at a, at a time and you know make sure that people are kept safe financially but um with that said i mean no matter what we say today the 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 dollar is going to go down we're going to see a recession. We're going to see high interest rates seemingly at the same time as massive amounts of inflation as it piles up. 
I mean, we're going to wish that all we see is a recession. It's going to be a the when the hyper debt bubble bursts, it's going to be a Mad Max type scenario. And it's not going to be like, oh, we're just going to have like this garden variety recession. And yeah, we just tweak some interest rates and lower things down a little bit and get back on a better footing. No, the rest of the world is going to bricks. They're abandoning the dollar, and it's all basically yeah. steam ahead towards this. You also mentioned that we're all created in the eyes of gods. Well, I was actually on a class that won the national competition on the Federal Reserve against the Har- against like Harvard, Yale, MIT. I went to a really small public school. I'm not some rich kid. And uh, it was sort of like a David versus Goliath victory. But our saying in that class was, in Fed we trust was like this was like this, this like slogan in Fed we trust was was and so in God we trust and then you know it was just Easter uh, yesterday and when you go look at read the Bible what does it say the only time Jesus used violence was when he went and whipped the money changers and so the money changers of yesteryear during Jesus' time and it time was an act of defense versus the money changers of today I mean they didn't have derivatives they didn't have uh, all this like uh, fiat money they didn't have any of the stuff, fractional reserve banking, all this crap that's going on, CBDCs. I mean, this, I mean, Jesus would have wished that this was the small amount of tyranny. And so they killed him over, over, you know, over many reasons, but that's, you know, certainly probably one of the big reasons. Money changers is 100% the reason they did it. And because he went against a certain religion, but no, but that, that's 100% it. I can't even imagine the level of anger today among people. And of course, Jesus never felt hate. The idea is that you have to see an enemy as an enemy and you have to determine and, 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 you know, point them out and figure out a solution around that enemy. And while you can't necessarily stop evil, you can use your own good in order to supersede what the evil is being done to you. And when we see a cashless society, it looks like the tower of Babel. It looks like a repeat of this, this tower built to the stars. Yeah. 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 Well, exactly. I mean, uh, the tower of Basel, Switzerland is something that I went and trolled earlier last year and, person and and we're talking about the bank place. of international settlements which is the central bank of central banks that's its own country outside of basel and and it's it's literally a, a perfect remodel of a modern version of the tower of babel it looks like the biblical tower of babel and right now it's run by like a 500 pound mexican guy who talks about how evil it is that people have uh you know hundred dollar bills and thousand dollar pesos and they don't know where it's going but with cbdc's they can stop that which, which is why they're, what they're doing in long time right listeners now. know about this and was it also henry ford that had a quote where it was something Something like if Americans ever understood the banking system, there'd be a revolution before the morning. I think that quote was around 1903. That was 10 years before the Federal Reserve, and he was already outraged at the stuff that was going on. And that was, you know, child's play compared to what's going on now. And then no compare one... that to the George H. W. Bush quote that says, "If people knew what we were doing, there'd be torches in the streets uh, by tomorrow." Then the George W. Bush quote that we had last time where he talked about, uh, you know, oh, the Social Security Trust Fund, there isn't really a trust fund. It's just like a filing cabinet of Single promises. filing cabinet, yeah. yeah. It's all smoke and mirrors. It's all fake, and it's all meant to enslave you, my friend. So, again, it always comes down to those of you watching to stand up for yourself, stand up for your money, go and book an initial consultation, a free uh, you know, portfolio review with Tim today. Go and actually get storable food, seeds, things like that. Go and get your privacy under, um, you know, uh, under control with things like the clear phone, we, which we have a link for. Go and get prepared today because this comes down to you. And the first version of currency that ever existed was indeed food. And for that reason, we need to get back to the origins that brought us all the fanciful things that we were able to build up on over time, which then led to coddling and then led to weakness and now is leading back into a spiral of tyranny and a collapse, which then will be followed by good times created by 
hard, uh, you know, from, from hard times by, by, you know, strong men that had to deal with all this kind of stuff. And so we're, we're like, we, we are right now on the edge. Now it's going to be created by women that can get hard because they can just, uh, you know, just decide that anybody can just be a woman. I mean, no one would have thought years ago that this is the level that they would push things. I mean, imagine 15 years ago. Oh, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I, I always I, I was assumed it had to get past Idiocracy to actually get to that point because people, even if they've seen the movie Idiocracy, they could not imagine once it happens that it's they can't see it as stupid because it's Idiocracy. They have to ex- accept the uh, insanity. The whole of the trans thing is reality. all about transhumanism, and, and yeah. even though we have known this, and you know, people of Alex Jones have been and talking so about the this economic for, situation. They've been talking about this stuff forever. It's just hard to actually see it. In our faces all the time, 24-7, even though the average person, this is not a thought that anybody has, yeah. but it's just constantly being pushed on everybody's throats. Now that we're off the rails on It's this, very distressing, to say the least. But again, there's always solutions, and all of it's about transhumanism. All of it's about tra- technocracy. All these things lead to the same thing, from the jabs to the tra- the, the, tranny, the tranny stuff to the you know um, cashless society to the collapse of the housing market and the Great Reset, and in general, what Klaus Schwab said is based on China as a role model. This is the war we're fighting, and it's a war for humanity, and their war is against humanity. If there's a war on humanity, the solution is to be more human, be more independent, be more conscious, fight hard, my friends, and it starts with all of you watching. Faith without work is dead, as the Bible says. We are endowed with responsibility, so what shall we do? Well, we have things like Tim's link in the description. We have heavensharvest.com for long-term storable foods. That's non GMO, heirloom seeds, water filtration and storage, and books on how to get started. Use code WAM, W-A-M, and you get free shipping on much of those products in the U.S. And even if you don't qualify for free shipping, I still urge you to use that code W-A-M and uh, join a bunch of other people in saving themselves so that we can surpass the Great Reset, which will happen no matter what what happens, whether, whether we like it or not. It's going to happen, but it's all about how short of a period of time that reset will take place over and how long until we are able to build a new beautiful civilization from the ashes of the Tower of Babel that will no doubt collapse into its footprint. We have fully organic food over at heavensharvest.com as well now. There's all non-GMO food there, but there's now a list of fully organic, which is really hard to find in storable foods. Um, So go and check that out over at heavensharvest.com. Again, that's code WAM, W-A-M. And then also don't wait until the shelves are empty. We have whamsurvival.com for long-term survival foods as well. Save a bunch of money if you go through us on there. And, of course, we have a whole bunch of different options um, to get prepared. Of course, we have rncstore.com, Richardson Nutritional Center, your source for Laetril online, made famous by G. Edward Griffith's book, World Without Cancer. Get your apricot seeds, Laetril, amygdalin, and vitamin B 17. And of course, we have a whole bunch of other options like the clear phone, which I mentioned earlier. So get privacy at your fingertips today. And of course, we have the Lion Energy Link with a bunch of batteries, solar panels, etc. So it's up to you to decide whether you want to be self-sustainable or not. I urge people, as always, to go and check out learntherisk.org um, for your information on injections. And if you uh, you know donate to them, which I'm not affiliated with, I just support what they do, you can help them raise money to put up signs and wake up uh, parents of children who know not what they do and the children who are uh, you know, basically victims to this system of, of pharmaceutical tyranny. It gives um, you the tools to become your own activist. Exactly. And if you know other people that want to become an activist, wake people up. They've already done all the leg work. You can buy kits on there to hand stuff out, hand information, and do the work of, uh, you know, but the only way to bring this around is information. We are in information war, and the only way to yeah. s- survive that is to 
inform more people. And this has yeah. never been an easier time to bring up injections and all and yeah. jabs and now. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's get on that today. And we are the change we wish to see in the world, of course. And I urge people to check those links below. Of course, if you want to help support us, we have gogetfunding.com, Patreon, Subscribestar. We have a Bitcoin address and we have a Cointree link with, a mul with multiple different cryptocurrencies that you could donate in, if you please, including uh, privacy coins. We also have an epic fund me campaign where you could donate an epic cash privacy coin based on the Mimble Wimble protocol, which you could find out more about at Epic Cash community on Telegram. I'm not paid by them either, but I also support any way we can to avoid this total collapse and um, the tyranny that ensues with the social credit, carbon credit system they're building around us, uh, attached, of course, to this cashless system. So I urge people to check that out. We are completely viewer funded. We appreciate any help we can get. And of course, uh, we have a Teespring store, World Alternative Media. We have a Rockfin, World Alternative Media. And we have, um, of course, a newsletter, www.imband.com. You can find us on Telegram, World Alternative Media, Telegram channel, World Alternative Media Announcements, and our, of course, Tim's Telegram channel over at the Liberty Advisor official chat. Of course, you can find us on Band.Video, BitChute, Odyssey, Rumble, and Brighteon at World Alternative Media. We're on Hive, Steemit, and Vigilante.TV at at Josh Sigurdsson. And on the bad guys, TikTok and Instagram, World Alternative Media, Twitter, and Getter at at World Alt Media. And of course, all the major um, you know, podcast platforms like Spotify, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, etc. So I have a little fly just flying just around my mouth while I'm trying to talk, which is just awesome. I love that when I'm trying to. And I'm like, great. I'm like, I feel like Obama over here. Like, yeah, I was just about to say. I was just about, say, I was just about Clinton. to say. Yeah. So but uh, <laughs> but anyway, as always, my friends, hit that like button, share on social media, hit the notification bell, and hit subscribe if you have not yet already. I appreciate everyone watching today. Live by example. Live freely. Always. We'll be back at you with much more. This is Josh Sigurdsson and Tim Pachote signing out from World Alternative Media. Find the truth, be the change.